0: Hello, and welcome back to the Marketing Slice by Hurry, the show where the team at Hurry give you all the latest marketing insights, hints, and tips that aim to help you improve your results right now. I'm Melissa, and in this episode, we will be discussing the eight most common KPI mistakes that businesses make and how to avoid them. So let's get stuck right in. Key performance indicators, or KPIs, are crucial to your overall business success. They help keep you on track, make decisions, and achieve your overall business goals. So it can be really disheartening when you take the time to create and track your KPIs, but aren't seeing the results. Even worse is when you aren't sure what's going wrong. Sometimes the problem can be traced back to your KPIs themselves. It's a lot harder to get KPI measuring and tracking right, especially if you haven't done it before. It's actually really easy to get bogged down in targets and metrics that aren't important, making it difficult to determine what truly matters for your team or business. That's why we've put together a list of common KPI mistakes we've seen and how you can avoid them. Number one, not making KPIs that are specific or measurable. Like any other goals or targets, you want to ensure that your KPIs are smart. Specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound. Where a lot of teams and businesses fall short is making their KPIs too vague. KPIs are only useful when they show what your specific indicators of success are in a way that can actually be measured. Grow the business is an example of a KPI that is vague and can't really be measured. The specifics are missing. What measurement indicates growth? Over what time period will this be achieved? Who is responsible for this growth? There's simply no real way to measure it. So how do you avoid this mistake? Ensure you set KPIs that you can actually measure. This can be quantitative like a number or figure or qualitative like an improvement in customer satisfaction. For example, if your overall target is to grow your business revenue, a better KPI would be to increase the revenue from outbound sales by 25% for the financial year. This is specific in that it's looking at revenue that can be attributed to outbound sales and it has a figure to work towards. So, if by the end of the financial year your revenue from outbound sales has grown by 27%, you'll know your business is performing well. Number two, measuring too much. With our current technology, it has never been easier to track and measure data. However, just because you can measure something doesn't mean you should. KPIs only work when they're actually relevant to your business. When you measure too much, you face the very real risk of your data becoming convoluted and that defeats the whole purpose of tracking KPIs to begin with. KPIs are meant to provide you with a sense of focus. Tracking too many data points dilutes that focus and can work against you when you're trying to make decisions, especially fast data-driven ones. How do you choose which KPIs to focus on? Well, that all comes down to your business strategy. Your strategy is or should be your single source of truth. Any and all KPIs you track should be linked directly back to pushing your strategy forward. So how do you avoid this mistake? Always set your overall business objectives and targets before choosing your KPIs. We'll save you time in the long run and ensure you are tracking data that matters to your company. An example of this would be a business strategy of increasing users through the use of free trials. Related KPIs would then be lead to trial conversion rate, trial to customer conversion rate, and trial churn rate. Number three, no ownership of KPIs. One of the main factors when we look at businesses that are not really doing well with their KPIs is the lack of ownership over those KPIs. Ownership breeds accountability. Without it, it's easy for teams to dismiss key indicators as simply not their remit. If no one is responsible for an area or a KPI, The risk of it being measured and or implemented incorrectly is shockingly high. It's imperative to make a single person responsible for their relevant KPIs. That doesn't mean they will be the only person driving that indicator forward. KPIs will almost always be a team effort. But assigning a leader-owner centralizes that responsibility, making communication and decision-making that much easier. Clear ownership from the beginning fosters a sense of accountability, providing stronger foundations for your overall strategy and plans. How to avoid this mistake? Try grouping your KPIs into the relevant departments or teams and then linking those to a job function or team member. For example, if your KPI is to increase customer retention rates for the quarter, then your customer success manager would be a logical choice to own that KPI. They can use the information at hand to gauge how well the team is doing and make changes or corrections where needed. Number four, working in a silo. Just because KPIs are owned by one person, doesn't mean they should be set without input from the wider team. In fact, relying solely on one person to identify and set your KPIs can lead to missed opportunities or the wrong KPIs being tracked overall. Even if you do consult your own team, you can create KPIs that are siloed because they don't take in the realities of alternate parts of the business. And this can lead to disaster. Silos occur when you operate as your own insular team or department, not sharing information across the wider business let's say your sales team creates KPIs for their targets in a silo. But these KPIs rely on a certain level of marketing activity. What happens then when that same marketing team sets KPIs that don't provide the number of leads your sales teams need to achieve their own targets? The sales team will fail and it will likely cause friction amongst the teams. So how do you avoid this mistake? It sounds simple. Ensure you work with not just your own team but all key stakeholders across your business when setting your KPIs and overall goals. It's important to do this at every stage of the planning process and not just after the KPIs are already set. This is because the more aligned a business is, the better it will be able to implement the strategy across the entire organization. And don't forget to include senior leadership in your discussions. There's nothing worse than working across the business to set an aligned KPI strategy, only to find out it doesn't fit with the senior leadership vision. Number five. Tracking KPIs manually. One of the benefits of measuring KPIs is it's an efficient way to track progress. However, with the sheer number of data points and information available, even tracking only the most important KPIs can be a very laborious process if done manually. Spreadsheets, PowerPoint presentations, and project management software are all great tools, but updating them constantly is a very manual process. Manual tracking can also mean losing track of things like day-to-day progress, patterns over time and other information only automation can provide so how do you avoid this mistake quite simply invest in the right tools the most successful teams automate their kpi tracking and measurement there are plenty of tools that can help you do that like hurry from kpi reports to dashboards the key to any tool is to ensure it's flexible easy to update and shows your progress in real time or as close to it as possible if budget is an issue think of it this way How much time is your team spending tracking KPIs manually? Time is money, and automating your KPI tracking will ensure you're working smart and efficiently. Number six, comparing yourselves to others. Industry benchmarks are crucial to helping track progress and inspiring your own targets and goals. However, you have to keep in mind that what works for one business may not work for yours. Relying solely on industry norms doesn't take into account your own business strengths and weaknesses and can lead to tracking KPIs that are unrealistic unrealistic targets are a great way to kill morale and push resources to the wrong areas of the business. So how do you avoid this mistake? Well, when you're setting your KPIs, use industry metrics and competitor analysis only as a starting point. Where possible, dig into your own data to see what sort of patterns you can glean and use those as starting points. You don't have to stick with the same goals or numbers forever. In fact, we advise against it. But using your own data will set you up for success with realistic targets. Number seven, Not reviewing your KPIs regularly. Okay, you've done all the work, talked with your team, picked your KPIs, set up a dashboard, and are measuring your KPIs. Mission accomplished, right? Well, you might be surprised, but no, there's still plenty more to do. Mainly, you want to check in and review your KPIs on a regular basis to ensure they are still relevant to your overall business. If COVID has taught the business world anything, it's that things change extremely quickly. Think about it. Is your business still working towards the same goals in 2022 that it was in 2019? Probably not. So why would you want to be tracking the same KPIs? So how do you avoid this mistake? Set up regular intervals at which to review them. This might be quarterly, annually, or monthly or weekly. It's probably best to update them anytime you have a strategy shift or anytime new targets or OKRs are set. And our final common mistake businesses make with KPIs is not acting on KPI results. So KPIs are only a useful tool if they drive action. Yes, they're meant to be an indicator of how you're doing as a team, department, or even business. But those indicators should be the basis for action and change. Optimized KPIs should provide a clear picture of your performance and enable your team to make decisions that push forward your strategic objective. If you're not doing this, you're just wasting your time and effort. So how do you do this and avoid this mistake? There are a few ways to do it. First off, If you're using something like a KPI dashboard, ensure you're checking it at regular intervals and looking for patterns over time. This is why it's a good idea to have a KPI owner who's responsible for checking in on progress. It also helps to set a threshold for performance that, if breached, triggers some sort of action. This can be a review, a meeting, or some other way of investigating the trigger. Once the cause is identified, you want to put in place an action plan to correct the path. In other words, you should be checking in on your KPIs regularly, and creating concrete, action-oriented plans for when something isn't going well. KPIs are crucial to keep big businesses on track, but the only way to achieve your goals is to ensure you're using them correctly. They aren't just set-it-and-forget-it metrics to throw into the year-end report, but rather a map that will guide you to success. Like with any map, though, you have to be able to read it and adjust course to keep yourself on the right path. If you like this podcast, then you can subscribe for free anywhere you get your podcasts. Feel free to share with a friend if you think they might enjoy it. And don't forget, you can find other resources like guides, videos, blogs, and infographics over on our website at www.hurry.co. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us again soon.